people and fellow whiners and welcome to another episode of a little something to whine about with your hosts Siobhan Camille and Ta'e Michelle where we whine w-i-n-e about life love relationships and more because sometimes you just need to whine a little and as you can see today we brought more guys to the table it's guys month it's guys month because this is big look, guys look, it's been guys this okay Okay, it's been yeah. they're they here to say they here to they got things to say. We're ready to look. Listen. I'm here to listen. Let's let's go. We are so today we will be talking about motherhood. It's motherhood diaries, and we brought in men folk because you know every time you look on social media, they talking about somebody's son. Well, we brought in somebody's sons, so that's what's happening. So grab a glass of your favorite red, white, or rose and join us on the couch. On the couch, on the chair, on the floor, just not in the car while you're driving. <laughs> okay? Um, ladies and gentlemen, please don't drink and drive. We will not be held responsible for your irresponsibleness. Um, Irresponsibility? Yeah, that's, I think so. I thought that, but I figured I was using it wrong. <laughs> so I was like, just go for the ratchet irresponsibleness mm -hmm. and that's where i landed so yes irresponsibility thank you siobhan again uh, <laughs> as always uh, and i love it so don't take that as shade for those listening welcome everybody it's been another seven days since we've talked to you last i hope you guys are having a wonderful wonderful week um as she said we're whining about we're letting the sons tell us about their wonderful relationships with their mothers. Quote, unquote, we're talking about mama's boys. And I put the quotations <laughs> up because, like, we talked about daddy's girls in the last episode that you can see on YouTube um, at a little something to whine about in the search bar. Make sure you look at that and subscribe. We decided to flip the script. Let's talk to these sons about their relationships with their mothers. Um, but of course, before we start that, Siobhan, let us know what you're whining on today. Well, before I let everybody know we're whining, we're going to let the guys introduce themselves. Well, I was going to do the wines and then introduce uh, them, but fine. I mean, <laughs> let us know who you are. We, we've been talking about you. I feel like you should at least say your name, you know? Oh, yeah. True. You want me to go first? <laughs> Hey, hold on. All right, um, I'm Aaron. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the most concise introduction here. we've ever had. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Point blank. <laughs> All right, well. Um, and our other guest. I'm Ariane from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, originally from upstate New York, Syracuse. Okay, Known I think he's gonna do like a lovely best host best. for some years now. Oh, he's gonna do like my brother. No, well, the thing is, so the last episode we had Shatan on, and you know, he gave a whole dating app profile. <laughs> yeah, he, he was so, he was tendering. Okay, oh, so he went, I, I'm sorry, money. 
AKA Shatan. He AKA, knew all that. He did the grown and sexy version. Yeah, I know my brother. I know my brother. Ready to mingle out in these streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's my brother. That's I'm gonna take no other way. Um, okay. now, I'm down the dial down version of that. Um, like I said, I'm Ariana Mims from Syracuse, New York. Uh, currently living in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've known this lovely young lady, your, uh, your host here, Siobhan, since middle school. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just I, I, I've seen the woman that she's become, and it's, it's been a beautiful, you know, uh, journey with her. With her, she's always kept the real with me. I always kept the real with her, and um, love is laid to to the death. You know. <laughs> Always. Oh, they they Purple, throwing up little things. Aaron, we don't we don't have no things. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> hey, look though, we can we can we can we like little Care Bears, so you know what I'm saying. We can just <laughs> 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 Care Bears stare. Y'all yeah, know. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so Shabbat, tell us what you're whining on. <laughs> so I am bringing a prosecco by Josh. Um. That is literally the name of the company is Josh. I know, I've had a Josh. <laughs> that sounds real bad, doesn't it? I've had a Josh and a Jim and a Tony. <laughs> I was going to ask, but I was like, I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> no, it is, it, is, it is Josh, a Prosecco by Josh. Um, I had something else of theirs when I was in the mountains in July, and I really liked it. And I was just, when I was in the store, I was grabbing stuff. And I actually bought this to do mimosas because we ran out of champagne. And I was like, let me try Prosecco because my sister did Prosecco with, you know, mixed it up instead for a while, a while ago. Like y'all had to go in the archives to grab that one. So I'm not drinking it with a mix. I'm just try it straight, see how it goes. But I, I do have a Prosecco. There is something on the back of this bottle because that's how my bottles live. So that's what I'm bringing. <laughs> so... Okay, it's something on the back of my too. I'm not gonna read it, but it's something on the back. Um, that's the whole thing. Sorry, guys. I am drinking. What I have decided to do is go through the full line, like we did the uh, Volga. Volga. I've decided to go through the full line of the Menage a Trois brand, and I grabbed the Menage a Trois Gold Chardonnay. Yep, these lights is bright here. There you go. Boom. <laughs> so, um, for those who don't know, Chardonnay is my my mommy drink. When the kids are getting on my nerves, I need a nice stiff Chardonnay. Um, so we're gonna see if this one holds up to uh, my standard of what I expect from a Chardonnay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yes, uh, this is a popping grapes for me because I have never had this one. So, fellas, tell us. Let's talk about you and your mommies. Ew. Um, I always get excited because I have a son, uh, my OGK, uh, and uh, I would like to think that he talks about me and smiles and gets like happy thinking about his mother. Um, <laughs> so just talking to guys and, and uh, about their moms kind of has a special place in my heart. Um, so first of all, would you consider yourself a quote unquote mama's boy? Yes. 
Yeah. No, I, I, um, yeah, I accept it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's who I am. Um, I have no, no qualms about it. No equivocations. Um, yes, I am a mom's boy. Or, you know, I call, I still call my mom, mommy. So yeah. Yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he does. It's, it's so <laughs> I remember the first time I heard the man say that. Mommy, I turned around like, er? <laughs> Is that Stuart? <laughs> Ma. True story. Mommy, I was like, oh, okay. That, yeah. that was different. And what yeah. about you? <laughs> Do you consider yourself a mom? Uh, like I said, not quite. Um, like I said, I always had a, a pretty good relationship with my mother, but... Um, I guess the woman that'd be the closest tomorrow would be my grandmother. That's, that's, no, that's mom. That's mom, that's mommy. Everybody, you know, every, that's why we're talking to you all because everybody's stories about mothers and motherhood and who they see as a mother figure to them is different. So um, coming from, Someone who was raised by their grandmother. Tell us, how do you think that uh, shaped you as an adult man? Oh, like I said, it's um, like I said, my upbringing was with both. Um, so you know, like during the week, it's always it's also this mom, dad in the house, you know, and this you know, the hustle and bustle. But then on the weekends, you know, suitcase was already packed up, little overnight bags packed up, I'm ready to go to grandma's house, you know. It's, <laughs> It's time to time to get spoiled. You know, walk in the house, got that good old banana pudding sitting on the on the counter already ready for me. Got all my little snacks, all my little treats. Go hop in the pool. But um, you know, my grandmother and like my mother have always been um very important figures in my life. Um, like I said, because this we're talking about mothers, so I want to focus on my mom. Um, like I said, so I don't want to get it twisted. Like I said, me and my mother has had a very good relationship until maybe like the last couple of years. Um, that's why I won't quite say a mama's boy type of thing. Um, but all in all, uh, that's a really good relationship. Um, always there, always providing, always under like any question I've had or the little stuff that it always frightened me. She actually sent me a video a couple of days ago of something that it was like, used to be on the prices right. And I, it used to bother me a whole lot when I was younger. It's just the sound of it. And so she sent the video of it and I used to take off when I was younger. I used to remember that all the time. And then I used to take off and jump right in her arms. She's like, it's okay, baby. It's just, you just ain't, you ain't, you ain't comfortable with the noise, but you'd be all right. It's all right. You'll get through it. But um, like I said, I, I love my mother. She was always there. Um, like I said, always great advice. Um, never really steered me wrong. Like I said, just as of the last couple of years, since, um, our relationship kind of growing apart a little bit. Not due to some other situations, but all in all, I can never say anything truly horrible, anything bad about my mother. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Good job, Aaron. Um, wow. All right. So, Don't cry. First of, no, no, yeah, you know it's probably going to come. <laughs> um, I'm going to need to know what that sound was from Price is Right because as a kid, uh, I used to watch that. So uh, later on, we'll talk about yeah, that sound because I'm interested because it can only be like one or two things. But yeah, we'll I'm, I'm sure you won't say the same one too. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk. Um, my mother, 
so I'm already getting overwhelmed. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, I don't know what to say about her um, outside of the fact that. Um, um, oh, hold up, hold up. That's my little eating alarm. Hold up, uh -huh. hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, on the back. Can you see me? Can I back? Yeah, we see. Welcome back. Okay. Welcome back. I'm supposed to be eating right now. Um, uh, she's my everything, uh, literally. Um, even I know I was supposed to be um, in, in the sanctity of, of marriage, but uh, my mother is still uh, supreme um, to me, and that'll never change um, until, you know, she's transitioned. Um, but she, she's everything. Um, for 42 years, um, I still lean, her, lean on her. Um, as we get older, we become tighter. We become uh, um, like best friends. Um, we still play Scrabble. We still, uh, I don't know, she's just dope. I don't want to get, I can go, this can be a long story. Um, so I, I'm a, <laughs> but um, my mom's dope. Um, she, she means everything to me. Uh, I hope that answers your question. No, 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 that's fine. If you want to go in depth, please, by all means. <laughs> well, um, uh, I am a, a single child. Uh, when I say single, I do mean single. Um, I was the Only first child. for everyone. Yes. Um, uh, first grandchild, first nephew. I was the first, and uh, I have a cousin who's eight years younger than I. So when I say I grew up for a strong, I mean, we're talking about the primary part of my childhood. Um, I was always alone. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, but again, my mom was was everything. I still remember, literally from like the age of two or three, um, her put me on the little conveyor belts at the, the giant and um, let me ride the conveyor belt, you know, and um, um, I just have some dope memories of her. Um, I don't, I can go on and on. It's just, we <laughs> feel stories. your emotion. We definitely right. feel, like, we feel <laughs> like, he's like, I'm not gonna cry. Yeah, we feel I'm it. trying not to, <laughs> trying not to, but you know, when I, uh, the reason I am who I am is because of her. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it gets under my skin when I hear people say, you know, it takes a man uh, to raise another man because, um, nah, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Don't cry. Don't cry. Right, right. Please. So let me let me, you, let me ask you this then to, to the fellas. Um, how do you think your your relationship with your mother has influenced or informed your relationships with the women that you you deal with? I know, mm. I know, Mims is, is sick. Last I knew, Mims was single. He ain't married because if he was married and I didn't go to the wedding, he wouldn't be here. We'd have a whole problem. We would have a problem. So I know that he, he's not married. Um, so he's single. Okay, by the IRS standards, he's single. And so, Aaron, I believe, I know you're married. So yes. how has, you know, your relationship with your mother informed or influenced your relationship, whether whether with your wife or in dating? That's interesting. Um, I, I can't say, 
I guess it's, you know, society would have it, you know, most men, uh, whatever they, they find in their wife, um, they can find those same attributes um, uh, in their mother, um, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> not necessarily in my case. Um, I can't say she's had any influence. Um, if anything, she's just given me an example of what a strong woman um, looks like. Um, so if, if with, I guess with that definition, um, I strive to find strong women, people. Um, so I guess, you know, she's, she's had that influence, but as far as like the fabric of my relationships, because I'm a little unorthodox when it comes to particular things, um, I can't say she's had any influence in my relationships or my marriage. Okay, that's interesting for someone to be as close as they are to their mother for not to translate over into it um, is, relationships. I, it's not something you commonly hear. Listen, that's a whole another fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I guess it's supposed to be that way. Um, I just like who I like. Um, and if I vibe with you, I vibe with you. And I just, I just, I just roll with that wave. It's just what it is. Uh, I can't. I told you that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> that's a whole nother wine for another. Yeah, another you might need a little something a little deeper than wine on that one. Oh wait a minute! <laughs> you might have to pour some. Well, I have to switch it to other uh, cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And well, so you, Aaron. So, so it's kind of just like uh, Aaron in a sense. It's like it's not. No, my relationship with my mother hasn't truly defined the woman that I truly I gravitate towards or that I find interest in. I mean, there are certain characteristics that she does possess. And so it's like I do look for those in in the women I do date. But um all in all, it doesn't really dictate for the most part, you know, who I do, you know, who I do engage with or choose to be with. Um certain characteristics that she does possess, you know, as far as just being this strong. Um, you know, I'm willing to test the waters and really try to, you know, push forward and try to, um, you know, elevate, elevate. Yeah, yeah. Very, very much. And so it's like, you know, I don't like any, I don't like to be stagnant in life in general. So, and so with my women, I wouldn't want them to be stagnant, being comfortable in one particular place. She was always a go getter. You know, okay, I got this job. I want this type of job too, but I'm going because I know we need this, we won't go, hey, I'm going to do this also. And so, like, those type of characteristics, like, oh, I'm going to make sure my family always has, even though we're well off, but we'll make sure we're good. That's certain things I look into the woman that I have now also. It's just like, are you that, you know, that go-getter? Are you willing to elevate and make, to go, to elevate to that next level, want more of yourself? Um, so that's one thing that I do take away from my relationship with my mother. I've seen her have with um, my father as far as, that goes and it's like yeah i want a woman that's definitely um you know motivated to want more and do more for themselves um and then of course the loving aspect of it now you know mother is always going to love their child and, and love them so how they show love to the partner so you know i i watched it at a rough point at one point in life and they actually kind of smoothed out and so it's like watching that transition and so once again, it's like, hey, I want that love aspect for my woman. Um, 
and you know to to embrace like me or the or our child or whatever have you and um uh, you know those are the type of qualities that i like but like i said as far as her really dictating the type of woman that i date now is not too influential but like i said there's a little there's a, little, there's a few qualities that i do appreciate that she does possess and that's what i do look for while you know doing for the things i do like in a woman okay uh, like i said you know most of the time you hear guys go yeah i want somebody just like my mama she got nah. cooked like my mama she got clean like my mama she got take you know um prime example when i watched for the first time think like a man and i heard her man say yeah i washed a bunch of dirty socks i was like whoa <laughs> even as a mother I was like, yeah, I'm I'm not doing that <laughs> because I taught you at a very young age how to. So why am I washing your socks and you're a grown man? Um, so yeah. like, I think the term and um, mama's boy has a very, very negative connotation behind it. Um, mm. So um, what are some, let's say this, what are some positive uh, effects that having that wonderful relationship with your mother has brought you uh, later in life, like as an adult, or maybe something that you didn't like as a child, but when you became an adult, <laughs> recognize my mama, she really did love me. She was just looking out, like, Tell us about like how oh, did that translate yeah. as you got older and things like that. Um, I, I, I'll take this one. Um, my mother was hard and, and uh, you know, you leave it out hard, you know, but that was, but her hardness, you know, her strong, her just being really strong willed in mind is what definitely, you know, got me to where I'm at right now. Um, my, my mindset and how I do move and how I handle certain things. It's like, for it's like spelling tests, you know, you know, you got, you know, you got your spelling tests at the end of the week on Friday. And her thing was, you know, we were on drill throughout the whole week, especially the night before. So on Thursday night, well, you better spell all these words right, you know, and then if you don't, you got 20 push-ups, 20 sit-ups, 20 jumping jacks, whatever. It was always some type of consequence behind whatever. And it was like, and you slip up if you want to. We'd be working out all night. And so that was um, but you know, looking at those like those type of things or her just like, you know, wrestling around with me, you know, like tall, you know, we would be like a little. You know, little bro wrestling matches and stuff like that, where she go ahead and toss me to like, we had this purple bag. She was playing me around and all that. It was like, she was like, bro, but like, I want my boy to be a boy. You know, be a man that's able to defend himself. Be a man that's actually able to, you know, want more no matter what. Like I said before, it's like she worked a couple of jobs, not like she even needed to. I just want to do that. It's just like, that's what, that's the type of example that she set. It's like, good is never good enough there's always so much more don't ever get settled into that comfortability of just being cool with what you got always want more and so that's what all i ever do it's like i always go hard wherever um 
as far as work or how far hard is my relationship, how far is hard as this here. I, I competed on Thursday, uh, last, this past Saturday in the karate tournament. First play, uh, I won't pull out the other one, but yeah, two first place trophies and $300 in prize. But it was like, yo, be a fighter, be about, be dedicated to what your craft is. Like, you know, um, never let, you know, anybody waver your, your, your mood or your opinion or anything like that. But whatever you want to do, you're able to do it. But like I said, she was always hard, no matter what. But it's like, and you said, like, why are you going, why are you so on me? Like, it's like, oh, like, ease up, like, why? But, like, now it's like, I love her for that because that's all that made me the man I am now. And I'm so appreciative of all that hard work and um, those conversations, uh, you know, the down talk from time to time. But I was not the one who took the down talk and, like, damn, man, you don't, you don't love me at all. I remember the one day I missed my bus and she was like, oh, you keep missing your bus. You're going to be nothing but a trash man. <laughs> and you look, at, look at your grades now. You, you ain't going to be nothing. And I was like, well, you know, a trash man makes more than you make right now. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, yeah, okay, I ain't going to be nothing. Oh, oh I'm going to be a nothing but a trash man. All right, cool. And so then the grades bumped up and then I worked hard. And I was like, yeah, look, look at me. I'm on time. Wow, I'm on time. I'm prompt. Wow, making so much more effort, or so I had so much more growth in these different areas where I slacked off before. And it was like, hey, I know that's how I have to be with you to pull that monster out for you to be that person that I know you potentially can be. So I'm gonna be hard. So that was the relationship with my mom as far as her developing and making me a particular type of way. Did I always agree with it? No. Did I like the cursings out? No. Did I like the whoop? No. <laughs> but all that form, and I was like, I'm just so appreciative of it because, like I said, it shows in everything I do, every aspect in life that I do, I have now. So, um, I appreciate the hardness. Yeah, as hard mothers are. <laughs> yeah, but for real, for real, we hard, but we punks on the inside, like in real life. The first time I met Cody's mom, I was scared. She came out of nowhere. She came out of nowhere. Eighth grade graduation. She came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was a family member. Let me tell you, first time I met Cody's mom was our eighth grade graduation. Now for history, Cody and I were going out eighth grade, <laughs> right? So our our I can't say they were child, they were childish, but we were all children. So whenever, <laughs> like, whenever I got an award or whenever he got an award, they always screamed the other person's name. Now, I was extremely smart and gifted, so I got a lot of awards. So when I would go up, you know, I got the Spanish award, I got a math award and, like, some other award. So every time I would get up, go Cody MMs, yeah, and, like, it was loud, right? So graduation was over, and I'm walking toward my parents, and here goes his mother. I don't know who this woman is. I don't know this woman is from anybody she comes up to me she's like hello Siobhan hi she was like congratulations thank you I'm Cody's mom oh <laughs> uh, hi like <laughs> like going on yeah. I don't really know what to do here now so his mom but she let me tell you that I love I love Cody's pop yeah, and she, I, I wasn't there for none of the hardships. She wasn't my mother, so I didn't have to deal with none of that. Yeah, but, she still to this day loves you to death. She just asked about you yesterday. So how's mom doing? Yeah, she's 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 well. <laughs> she's good. Yeah. 
Look, that's a great thing. All the mamas hated me, dude. All the mamas hated me. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know why. I was I I think I had relationship wise, I think I had one mother that was in love with me, but all the rest of them junkets was like like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the same. It was the same way. Like it didn't. No matter who I dated after Siobhan, it was always you, you can't get somebody like Siobhan. Like what? What's Siobhan? Who's she saying? <laughs> oh man, like she's good. She's good right now. We're good. It's good. That's, that's my bestie. Um, <laughs> well, Aaron, have you had that experience with your mom? Like in the dating and the positive, like. Tell us, talk to us. <laughs> um, no, I have. Um, I mean, my mom was uh, very, eh, she was like a little drill sergeant. So, like, you know, my room was always open to inspection and, um, you know, I had to keep the door open. Um, yeah, she found, like, all my little treats and, you know, I used to, like, hustle uh, like my my allowance, so I can get pizza and shit on the weekends, and, and so I couldn't throw the box in the trash because it gives it give my position away. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't know. So I would keep like I had like boxes of boxes of Domino pizza boxes under my bed, and um, oh, she was pissed. But um, <laughs> man, I got stories for days. Um, but no, she. I didn't really understand why she didn't uh, give me a lot of leeway that my peers were getting. Um, like it was very strict. Uh, my mom is from the South, um, like deep South. So I had those deep South. Um, uh, Words. Values. Yeah. Like, you know, be home before the street lights come on. Like that was my mom, like for real. Um, uh, you know, you got to be in bed at nine o'clock. Um, oh man! I mean, look at his face. He haven't realized. I got so many stories. I have so many stories. Um, she's thrown me out the house. Um, I remember when she attempted to smack me for the last time. I remember how that went down. Um, I just have so many memories with that woman. Um, but because of her um, her sacrifices, you know, uh, trying to surround me with older, um, influential, influential black men, uh, because of my father being absent, uh, still to this day, I still um, gravitate towards influential black men. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm always uh, trying to grasp wisdom. I'm always trying to grasp knowledge um, in any facet of life. And um, because of her and her sacrifices, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I have a, a, I will sit and talk to somebody that's elder in a heartbeat and love it. Um, uh, She's just given me so much. And now that I have my own son, um, I talk to my son the same way my mom used to talk to me. You know, uh, when you graduate, you got a couple of options. You got uh, work, college, military. Um, I didn't think I was all that smart, so I chose the military. Um, apparently, my son didn't feel like he was all that smart either because he chose the military as well. Or he um, just followed in his daddy's footsteps. He sure did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
He sure <laughs> did. Um, but you know, like she, I respected her enough to where like there was nothing I could ever do on the streets. Um, it wasn't the police. It wasn't whoever was was you know pumping drugs at the time. No one scared me more than my mother. And um, to this day, you know, like I, I if there, someone asks me like what are some of my fears, one of my fears is disappointing my mom. You know, and um, she just shit to me. Like I can't, I can't even put that joint in in the, in the words. But like she, I'm sorry, I'm cut. Oh, I'm so sorry. She is everything to me. I don't want to cut. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's fine. You're fine. Okay. No, she she's everything to me. Um, uh, I just saw the sacrifices, Boy Scouts, track and field. Um, you know, she couldn't make it to to some of these events, so you know, I had to rely on Metro to get me to and from. So I guess you know, because of her, I learned how to drive, ride the public uh, transit system very well. Um, but I had to grow up fast because it was just me. And so, you know, she had to work. So, you know, um, she trusted me to stay home by myself at like six. I don't know if that was cool, um, at the time, but, uh, <laughs> it was what it was. Um, I had to grow up fast. I had to grow up, um, I had to grow up fast. And like I said, I had to, to, to be very mature and conduct myself in a, in a particular manner because I, if, if, if that shit ever got back to my to my mom, it would crush her and, and seeing her crush would ultimately crush me. So um, the fear of me disappointing her, I guess, has led me um, to where I am today. Um, I just try to do, I just find myself doing whatever I can just to, to keep, to keep her proud. You know what I'm saying? Like I always want to keep a smile on her face. I always want to keep her in awe of something that I'm doing. So uh, me going to college, eventually super late in my life, um, me doing sports, whatever the case may be, like I always want to just keep her smiling. And so um, she keeps me, her and my son keep me moving for sure. I can go on and on. I'm t I swear to God. Well, I no, mean, no, no. It's fine. It's it's kind of endearing to hear, you know, just a, a male like genuinely just, you know, emotional because you know, men sometimes put on that I'm hard. I'm hard out here. Yeah, but you so know, for me, you to relax that with to see it not nah, like, happen. Honestly, honestly, um from when we met, you and I, um to this day, like I just feel like um, I mean, I finally found my space um, mentally. Like I found my center. So, you know, certain things that used to irritate me, bug me, I don't even give it give it any energy. Um, so, me being my true self allows me to be true to others, and so I have no no. I don't give a shit. I'll cry about my son. I'll cry about my mother at the drop of a hat. And then dare somebody say something about it, you know? Um, and I think that's one of the problems. Like, everybody want to be so tough. Everybody want to be mm. something that they may not necessarily be. Um, and I think people are kind of living in a, in a falsehood. But for me, like, I just found my peace and... So me being able to talk about my mother so openly and so passionately, um, that's how I feel. Like, uh, 
you know, as before we started talking, we were talking about, you know, the Colin Kaepernick and the, and the, the flag thing. That's genuinely how I feel. Like, I just find myself at this point, I don't like talking for the sake of talking. Um, if I know, I know. If I don't, I lay back and try to find out what it is. And so, you know, I'm an expert at this topic because I love my mother to death. And I think that's important. I mean, I think that's something that we hear a lot of men say, but there seems to always be that wall emotionally when people, when men talk about their mothers in a lot of ways, I feel like people say it from a place of like expectation, like you're supposed to love your mother. And I think it's it's courageous for you to say, you know, I'm a mama's boy from, from my heart and I will cry over my mother and I don't care about it. And I also think it's courageous for, you know, men's as I call him, to say, um, you know, me and my mother aren't that close because I also think, and and this is, I, I'm going to put me in here for a second because I, I went through something this weekend. Michelle knows what I went through this weekend uh, with a mother over her kid. That's a whole one for a whole nother time, Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, but, we will whine another time about bonus babies step mommies deadbeat mamas sorry I'm calling. deadly daddies and some more stuff okay but i i say that because yeah. i feel like <laughs> <laughs> i just bring that up because i feel like again with everything that happened this weekend and hearing you know aaron say that he's a mama boy and proud and you should be because from what it sounds like and we haven't gotten all the stories we don't have time for all the stories yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we can tell from the way that you talk about your mother that whatever has happened with you and her, whether she kicked you out the house or not, there's a love, there's an honor, there's a cherish, there's a loyalty, there's a respect there that she has earned, and that's a big thing. And from Mem's side, even if you were very close and things go apart because of whatever reason that things in life go apart, that's okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like we as a society constantly tell people, oh, you have to love your mother at all costs, even if she has not earned that love. Um, and I'm not saying that men's mother hasn't. I love, I love his mother, so I'm never going to say that about her. Um, but I feel like... have you doing push-ups. Listen, right, right. <laughs> can't do them right now. Look, I just had mine doing wall sits the other day, like legit wall sits. That's why I was like, I know about being the. I know, I know for a fact my children are going to be like my mom, mommy Michelle, step mommy, bonus mommy, whatever they call me, was an ass host. But. She loved us. And I tell them now, like, you're not going to realize what I'm doing until you have children of your own. And I know I'm going to get those phone calls with, well, okay, you was right. I was tripping. Well, let me tell you what your grandchild did, and I'm going to have to right. go. Right. Well, remember when you X, Y, and Z, and this is that and the other. And I think that's something else mothers are good for, reflection. <laughs> like, hey, you... Ah, that was even, you. That, you know how I felt. Or um, even you know, if you don't have kids. Thing. So I definitely feel that the, the, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the hard mamas. Like, I'm one of those, no, we're we not going to have this. You can be soft later. Um, I feel like there's a time and a place for that. Um, but like we spoke about in the uh, other episode in reference to uh, raising your daughters, we have to love them 
as well as raise them. So, right. you know, it, 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 it's a whole, it's a lot of stuff. And even if you never have kids, so I'm gonna say this real quick. Even if you never, no, have kids, even if you never have a kid in your life, and I raise my hand, um, you still appreciate what your parents did or what the parental influences did for you. Um, I will say, as a woman, I love my mother, and I get it. And I'm not, I'm not a mom. And even before being a mother figure to kids that I'm around, you just get to the point as an adult where you go, like, like Mim said earlier, Arian said earlier, I get it now. Like Aaron said earlier, you know, you put me through all of this, but it's made me the man that I am. It's made me the person that I am. And you, I think that appreciation comes with age, whether you have kids or you don't, you just, you learn to appreciate it through life. I also, also feel like, you know, uh, with age should come, you know, maturation. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, even when I, I used to tell people all the time, uh, you know, the bulk of my son's life was in Texas and he had a stepfather. And so <laughs> everybody used to ask, you know, how's that? And um, I, people would be surprised because I had the greatest relationship with him. Um, he had nothing to do with anything. And if any man is willing to um, raise my son as their own, uh, I have to respect that. And, you know, I say that to say that came with maturity. And a lot of men don't really have it. Um, that goes back to my mom. <sighs> because I'm older, I see things totally different now, you know, and, and I, I feel like you know, if I'm getting older, then that means my mother's getting older. That means my, my aunt and uncle are getting older. And so I just cherish relationships a lot more. Um, uh, but I don't know if I would recognize those things if it weren't for my mom, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, because I see her in a particular light, I kind of view people in a particular light. So, it goes with that saying, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, treat others the way you want someone to treat your mother. Mm. I carry that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, li- I legit carry that. So um, it's no skin off my back if I call someone, sir, ma'am, hello, ma'am, whatever the case may be, and they don't speak back. It, it does nothing to me. I, hey, I'll eat that. You know what I'm saying? It's going gonna, it's gonna to fuck up you. Your day more than it's going to fuck up mine. I'm just speaking just because. Um, but I, I carry that, you know, uh, so regardless of who you are, um, I try to treat everyone with respect because that's how I want people to treat my Got it. That's that's yeah. actually a good principle. Um, I think. Um, so let me ask you this. Do you think the, so- the society that we live in now um, yeah. is cherishing, especially, you know, you had the independent woman movement, the feminist movement, and all of that. Um, and personally, I, I have my own feelings on that. But do you um, feel that in that movement, the sense of uh, true motherhood um, is being lost? Or do you feel like it's actually being instructed? Michelle, listen, you talking my language now. Listen, you're right. 
we can, uh, I'm, I'm dead ass, man. Uh, I'm probably, whatever y'all podcast topics are, I'm pretty sure I can touch on all of them. Um, yeah, it's lost, but. Absolutely. So, so society, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, society's lost. So anything dealing with life as a, as a whole is lost, you know? Um, I just got to, and there's no knock, and I'm not saying this in a malicious way because I know I have two beautiful females um, on this on this podcast. Um, me expecting my great-grandmother out of a woman of today is ghosts. Ghosts. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. You know, so my expectations for people are real minimal because I, 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 don't, I won't allow you to disappoint me in any way because mm-hmm. I understand you're human. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. I just feel like you're going to disappoint me, whether it's intentional or not. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll never live up to my expectation. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just see things for what it is. And we as a society, we're lost, man. I mean, we got all type of crazy shit going on. Um, I'm still wearing a fucking mask. Um, uh, How you really feel, though? Yo, it's crazy. So I can go watch a football game. I can go, literally go watch a football game with no mask, but I can't go to the grocery store and get a loaf of bread. Right. I don't, it doesn't, none of not nothing makes not sense anymore. anymore. Right. <laughs> no, but, but like you go ahead, sir. Go ahead, man. Yeah, but, yeah. Because <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. Um, and as I answered, I was like, absolutely. You know that way is lost, and I had to sit back and really think. I had to. Oh, wait, let me change that process of thinking. Has the form of you know that type of mother that we've grown up with change absolutely it has but who is to say that actually is for the better for the best or for the worse like i grew up in the, you know um i grew up kind of an old school setting you know um of course like i have my mom there and then so so within that and within my household you know she was more calling more shots than my father was but then when it came down to my grandparents then that's where i kind of have the ideal relationship how things should be ran in that aspect. Like, I remember my grandmother would come home, well, my grandfather would come home before he came home. She already done had the house clean. She had to put on her uh, favorite perfume that he know, that she knows that he likes. Um, so those certain aspects of like in traditions of what, how the, how the older generation or our generation before us you, used to be, you know, that's completely Different. I ain't gonna say it's lost. I was just say it's just different. You well, know, um, I, I wanna, yeah. I wanna, I would like to piggyback off of that um, and ask a question to you. You strike me as a very, and I'm dead ass serious. You're very articulate, and I fucking love it. Um, and I, I love the fact that you uh, think outside the box. Do you think black media? I'm talking about. The BETs. I answer your um, question right now. Absolutely, it does take a, it does transform that whole that mindset because and because and, how, and how, please how they act and how they yeah and, and and please uh please understand I love um a black woman's derriere as much as anybody any black man in the world does um 
But when it becomes, <laughs> but when it becomes sensationalized, right, right. Um, I guess uh, if I'm just cutting to the chase. I think, and maybe Siobhan and Michelle, you can speak on this. I feel like femininity is lost. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, Absolutely. I'm, I'm sorry. I absolutely agree. Um, I absolutely, I completely agree. I feel like most feminists don't know what it's actually like to be feminine. So how can you be a feminist if you can't even understand the base word of what you're trying to be or represent? I absolutely do. Um, I feel go. like it's, they will, they are so quick to say I'm a feminist, but when you Break down that word to feminine and what feminine actual femininity actually is. They go, oh no, I'm not doing that. That's from mm -hmm. the old days. That's mm -hmm. traditional. But you said you was, uh, but so what you trying to like? What you saying? Like well, even even I, on even on top of that, you know, um, with the loss of femininity, and this is my personal opinion. Um, with the loss of femininity, how can you, how can, I guess, how can one instruct uh, one to be uh, a, a mother um, mm -hmm. or uh, how to conduct themselves as a lady or how to conduct themselves? Because I'm telling you, <sighs> We're talking when, when we when we talk class. I'm talking about class, mm -hmm. class, right? I'm talking about uh, 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 being dainty, being elegant. Um, those words for my generation included are gone. Like I, I, I it's, it's 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 gone. I'm talking about the, your Felicia Rashads, your uh, 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 shit. Um, just the women of, of, of our past generation, you know what I'm saying? I can't, uh, Lila, um, Lena Horns, uh, Patty LaBelle's, the women that we grew up viewing as being quote unquote divas because they, they, they had class, they had, um, elegance, they had, oh, <laughs> They were tenacious. Yeah, like I can't use any of those words for my generation and definitely not for the generations after us. But I right, I feel like like you always like you were speaking to, I feel like the BETs, the VH1s, um, they have stripped the black woman of well, the black our foundation. Mother. Yeah, from yeah. those things. So, yeah. like, my thing is, it, my son, Malachi, when I was the smallest thing I could ever be, would call me Big Mama. When you hear the word in our generation, when we heard the words Big Mama, we didn't necessarily think he was talking about, oh, you're fat shaming. No. <laughs> Big Mama Big was Mama. a level <laughs> of respect. It mm -hmm. was what she says goes. I don't care what's going on. It was a love. It was it was a, a higher like it was a hierarchy. Like a hierarchy. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's big mama. Big mama said no. There ain't nobody doing nothing. We don't care how nobody feels. That was it. 
So mm -hmm. when he called me that, for me, I was like, what you trying to say at first? But then I thought about it, I was like, no, that's actually a badge of honor. To the point where I told my husband, when all these kids start having kids, I'm not grandma, I'm big mom. I don't care what size I am. I'm big mama because yeah. it was, you know, that elder that you look to, to say, um, to, to be the hard person, mm -hmm. to be the soft person, to mm -hmm. be that foundation, to me, mm -hmm. big mama was foundation. Mm -hmm. So to have that foundation in place, that rock in place, it, to, to me, that's what that meant. And honestly, I do feel that as a mother speaking, um, it's not the same. Now, okay. it's not the same. Okay. It's not there. We you don't have any more big mamas. People out here trying to be the loving, the mama D's. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just saying it. And I love Mama D as crazy as she is. <laughs> but you have too many of them trying to be the Mama D's instead of the big moms. Right. I think Chris Rock probably said it best in one of his stand-ups. He was like, the moment where Mama becomes Pam and Grandma becomes Mom, there's their lives are Well, I'm gonna <laughs> say you know? <laughs> I'ma say, I say, I say this. Um oh boy. Number one, God, because you know, I don't ever think like nobody else. I'm gonna be me, I'm gonna say what I gotta say. Um, number one, as far as big mama, let me say that the funniest part is when I hear big mama, my my mental goes honestly to somebody like my height, and I'm five foot three, y'all. It's big mama to me in my mind is not tall, she not she not even necessarily big, she like short, but she runs, you know what I mean? She runs yeah. like. And I laugh at it because I guess a lot of the mom, a lot of the mamas I know, not and we had this conversation during raising daughters, not the, the, the not the my broke best friend, not the not that mommies, not not I can't say the mommies, not the mas or whatever or the them, but the true moms and mamas that I know are all like my height. They are the big mamas and they are very much, I ain't going for that. And I don't know if we short people have Napoleon complexes where we have to, <laughs> we do, where we just, we just gotta be harder no, because you yeah. gotta hear me, man. And I'm not going to run over me. I know you see me here. I laugh because like, for example, it's funny because my mother and I had this conversation, right? My grandmother, who was my heart, was five foot seven. That might sound tall, right? But my uncle was like six foot two. And I remember I said to my mother one time, because all the dudes, and Cody can attest to this, all the dudes I usually dated were like six foot three, right? I'm five three. So I was always like, yo, if I ever have a kid, like, how do I, I said to my mother, how do I discipline him if he's a boy? Because by the time he's like 12, he gonna be towering over me because like, I'm five foot three. She, and she said to me like, well, your grandmother did it. She was like, your grandmother, when your uncle got into high school he was a freshman he was towering over her and i remember her telling come down here so i can smack you and he would because your grandma because my grandmother was a big mom she she just i mean that was my nanny because i loved her so I, it was different because i was i was i was the baby's baby so i was a favorite it's fine um but i think i will say that to the big mamas as far as has femininity been lost who oh boy um <laughs> I'm not saying it hasn't. What I will say is this. I think you don't get one, as, as Aaron said, society as a whole is lost. You don't lose one and then everything else stays the same. Mm -hmm. 
It's like Jenga. If you, you pull enough pieces, eventually it's going to fall. And I say that because I think a lot of people nowadays like to harp on, oh, Black women did this, Black women are doing this, are doing this, are doing this. Fine. But in a lot of ways, unfortunately, Black women are the mother and the father because where is the father? Mm -hmm. And so you get these women who have to balance somehow femininity and quote unquote masculinity because especially if you're raising sons, like you both have said, you know, your mother would would do quote unquote man shits with you because she knew you were a boy. Michelle got a whole son. I got three boys in my house. I've always been around boys. My, most of my cousins on my father's side were boys. I can't, I'm not, I grew up a tomboy. I'm gonna throw you around. We're gonna do this. Does that mean that I can't put on a dress and heels and be cute? No, but it does mean that there's a duality that I think had to happen that didn't really exist necessarily in in previous generations mm-hmm. because you had both you had that balance and that's what we had conversations about with daddy's girls speaking as women who grew up with a father figure around a lot of girls don't have that a lot of boys don't have that and so you got this woman trying to teach her daughter how to be a, a girl you got this woman trying to teach her son how to be a man but she gotta be she has to be feminine the whole time and it it's very difficult to to do. I mean, there was a time when women couldn't even wear pants for real unless you were going like to the playground. Right. We are now in a generation two years, two generations later, where most of us wear pants all the time. Like whether it's a pantsuit, whether it's jeans, whether it's leggings, jeggings, pick a pick a thing. That's what it is. Um, I mean, we also then in that world when you want to talk about feminine feminine femininity, have to say well, where the men because. I can't be secure in my femininity if I can't trust the man next to me. And I saw something on, on, on Instagram that somebody said something to the effect of it was a meme or something that was like, you remember when they used to say, um, Oh, you can't wear that. Cause it's men in the house. Well, what kind of men you got in your house? But that's true. Like, why is it your daughter can't, or this girl cannot wear whatever, I'm not saying walk around naked, but walk around, wear like shorter shorts or pajama pants shorts around her uncle and her grandfather. Why is that a problem? That should not be a problem. Yo, that's real talk. That should not be a problem. So I will say, I think with that all changing, you have women who have to be on more on a defense. That's two. Number three, my last point I swear, because I do things in place, is I think value and it's come to the point where femininity is not valued for what it is. You talking class and all of this words, Aaron and I, I love them, but a lot of what has come and with so much stuff going on in the world, I'm not going to touch on it. I'm just going to say so much stuff going on in the world. A lot of what what is feminine is being devalued and shamed and, and completely completely moved away. You mean to tell me that, you know, not going to go that far, but it's being to the point where now women are being broken down to birthing people or um, the size of your butt, the size of your breasts is what dictates how feminine you are or what a woman is. It's like, oh, well, I can buy femininity from a plastic surgeon. As a Which man, is why as there's a only man. the man, the most beautiful mm-hmm. woman in the world. But this, so this is the huh? other what? part whoa, of whoa, that. What, huh? Yeah, for for what she's saying, that's why 
with society thinking the way that they're thinking, oh, the size of my boobs or the size of my butt determines how feminine I, I am, right. is the reason why Bruce Jenner was voted the most beautiful woman in the world a couple of years ago. That's what I yeah, thought you said, for real? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was some years ago. <laughs> You gotta laugh. Basically, the year he did it, it was fascinating. Yes, now taking yourself out of the excuse my language bullshit, Mm -hmm. you laugh at it. Mm. But when you're in it as a woman, as a (laughs) quote unquote natural born woman, that's insulting. I can't. Gotta be. But then it's like it's so great. Honestly, but that's. That shit is hilarious to me. Um, you got but to I find just, humor in it. You have to because if you're not if you're not laughing, then you're crying. And if you're crying, that means you're 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 probably not living. And I refuse to 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 to, to fall into this media That's tornado. Um, and 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 trust me, I definitely respect everything that you just said because uh, as a woman. That, that that I assume, you know, bleed once a month and all that stuff. Yeah, I would be insulted as well. But you also got to look at, this is the world we live in now. Exactly. That, that, shit, that shit from exactly. years ago, that shit is dead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then we have to accept some of these things, you know, and and, and unfortunately, I'm, I'm speaking on the mask. Um... <sighs> I have to accept accept this. This is this is this is the way of life now. You know, I this have a mask to go with my outfits. Right. But, but as a just... woman, as a woman, and especially as a black woman, what what was the most bothersome about the Bruce Caitlyn Jenner situation was that, but here you had this 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 man who mm. isn't even really a tranny. He just is a cross dresser, quite frankly. He didn't even mm. get all the surgery done. He's just really a cross dresser. Mm. It's called the most beautiful woman. And again, mm. this was like seven years ago or something. Mm. But two years before that, or however long before that, there was a question about whether or not Venus and Serena were even where Williams were even real women. Like that's the insult mm-hmm. of what my issue was with that whole situation. You had people still up until Serena gave birth were like, is she really a woman? Is she womanly woman? She basically had to get pregnant to say, I am a woman, people. Are you serious? And I mean, whether she, and I'm not saying that she had her child to prove her womanhood or her femininity or whatever, like, no. But it's to the point where that's the unfortunate of being, since we Black on this thing, a Black woman is if you look like Venus and Serena and you're extremely muscular because of what you do, are you really a woman? But you put a dude, a white dude, in some drag, and he's, oh my God, he's so, such the most beautiful woman. And for anybody who's trying to come at me, I go to drag shows, sweetie. I was a dancer my whole life. If I really had an issue with LGBTQ, I was completely in the wrong profession for over 10 years. Look, play with me, don't at me, don't. I have no problem with, with homosexuals. I had a whole gay husband from high school to college. Please don't at me, I got time if you want to play that game. But I'm not going to sit here and say that society isn't janky and jacked up either. Like, let's acknowledge that elephant in the room. And that's what I'm saying, is the double standards and the hypocrisy. Well, I mean, we can go on and on about this. I mean, I think, for me, the the slap in my face, um, if you guys recall the whole Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake thing, 
Um, they made a big deal out of you her know that her is breasts. a trigger for me. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You can continue. Oh, um, Janet Jackson. Um, the way people feel about white food is how I feel about Janet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm with you. <laughs> um, you know, so they had that whole f- fiasco, and everyone made a, a huge deal out of that. But no one talked about the fact that the show that followed up the Super Bowl um, engaged in two two men kissing. That wasn't an issue. But Janet Jackson's breast was an issue. It's easy for me to explain what happened during a Super Bowl halftime to my son than it is for me to explain why these two men are kissing on TV. That's when I'm like, yo. I think that was one of the, for me, that was the swing of the pendulum for me. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's just gotten worse. And so at this point, like, eh, nothing phases me anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, the whole, uh, and I'm not trying to get off topics. I know this is about mothers and everything, but I told you I can talk about whatever. Um, but I think this is also a sign of why our society is lost because if, if femininity is lost, that means motherhood is lost. That means um, uh, we don't have stable foundation because our women aren't necessarily women anymore. And in, in agreeance to you, Siobhan, uh, we're not doing any better doing dumbass shit on the street or just making dumbass decisions that lands us in jail. So both parties have to be accountable for what's going on in today's society. Um, but, you know, I, I, I definitely promote, stop giving a fuck. It's done wonders for me. Um, I don't care. Like, <laughs> the world is just fucked up. They're, they're, you, can't, you cannot escape it. Only thing I suggest all three of you guys to do is stop giving a shit. And I swear to you. <laughs> Are you on top of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I stop, you know what I'm saying? Because as soon as you start caring, man, it's like that shit affects you. And life is too short. You know what I'm saying? And like I, ha- I literally have a tattoo on my thigh. Uh, man talks about killing time, but it's time actually killing man. I'm not going to live in no one's fucking bubble and be in fear and all this other. Sh- I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I just so happen. I love being at home. This is my sanctuary. This is my peace. Um, but if I want to go out and do whatever, I can do it at my own leisure. It's not because you're going to fucking scare me to death into doing anything. And I think all this shit is, is like scare tactics. And it's just stop caring. Damn. Well, I mean, and that was, and all right. I mean. And that was that. So before we wrap this up, um, I know you I'm told gonna, me took y'all whole show. I mean, but it was good, though. So <laughs> it was great. No, no, no. Hey. Look. Before we wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen, um, to our guests, take about 30 seconds and say something to your mom. Let me go first. Go ahead. I'm, <laughs> you I'm, got I'm 30 seconds, though. No, no, no. I just want you to know, um, I'm sure you're going to probably... You look like a puppy. Can I go? Can I go? Huh? I, go? Oh. Um, I know you're probably going to see this because y'all know you follow uh, Michelle. Um, I just want to let you know that I love you so, so much, and I thank you for everything that you've given me, and I hope I can return that um, in the best way that I possibly can. I'm done. 15 seconds. <laughs> Perfect. Um, in the case of my mother, to my mother, just awesome. no matter what we go through or we might experience, um, 
it's always love and it's always care. Like I said, we still talk, you know, it's not as much as we like to, but like the times where I feel like, yeah, we've grown apart and this for a reason. Um, even within all of that, you still put me in the right direction where I'm able to still find those answers and get me to that next point in life. So all, all experiences as a child to this point, and like I said, even like yesterday having the phone call, like I just want you to know this, uh, I love you regardless. It's always love. I just appreciate every last thing you did to me from the hustle and bustle for trying to get gifts for Christmas, making sure that, you know, we had school clothes, making sure there was food on the table, you know, just always setting the example. Um, you know, everything that you've done in life, I just, uh, I appreciate that. And I continue to appreciate that because even now I look at these kids now, my, especially my son, I'm like, I have to pick up the phone and I have to call mom. I'm like, I understand. Because <laughs> I understand exactly why you said what you said then. Because I'm saying it now. And now after I'm saying, I'm like, oh, God damn. I sound just like mom. And I appreciate you. So uh, definitely appreciate everything you've done for me in life. So. All right. Love to and cheers to that. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank our lovely guests for coming on the show and just bragging and sharing their mommy stories and their thoughts about their mother. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Before we go, of course, Siobhan, give us your rate, uh, wine rating or your Prosecco. So real quick, back at the bottom. <clears throat> oh, God. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get to this. So this was made in northeastern Italy. The wine, <laughs> the wine has a refreshing acidity and a touch of sweetness from the ripe fruit. You may smell scents of pear, green apples, and citrus. Okay, yeah. In the mouth, the light effervescence provides a vibrant, racy texture. It's a sparkling wine we make for your family, friends, and in honor of the man I call Dad. Y'all are fathers, so hey, hey, this must be made. Josh must be named after his father. So, you know, yeah, Josh Carr, founder and son. Oh, that's sweet, honey. Um, you know what? I really like this Prosecco. And I'm really not a sparkling person. Like I usually have to do like the whole mimosa situation because we got bring the bubbles down. But this I actually was really, really good. Um I very much appreciate it. I think it was very apropos to the topic of mothers and everything else that happened. Uh, it is light and bubbly. I would say this is very much a celebration wine. If you're looking for something for New Year's or if you want to pop something for Halloween that's coming up, I would recommend this. You could probably do a nice little like cotton candy drink with this because I feel like you can put some sweetness in this and this will be like a fun, just a fun little holiday celebration thing. Um, so I definitely enjoyed it it made me feel all types of bubbles in my feminism i'm sorry my femininity you know my femininity <laughs> i told you about that neck beyonce my femininity <laughs> that neck ain't going nowhere that been there for years <laughs> no my hands been here <laughs> anyway so <laughs> this i really did like and i will give it a four it was really good wow Y'all don't understand. That is a very, very high rating. We go from five to 0.5. Um, oh, yeah. And Siobhan is definitely a hard person to please. <laughs> I mean, most stuff is like a three to me. It's just, I don't, you know, sorry, it's there. But this was a four. This is good. So for that to get a four, 
Good job, Prosecco. You might want to stay along the Prosecco one, you know, because the Reds didn't do you good last month, you know? <laughs> um, so for my menage a Chardonnay. Is there something about vanilla and the something and the something else? I don't know. Um, this Chardonnay to me was a little bit on the sweeter side of the Chardonnays. It wasn't as stiff as um, I've had them before. It was not a bad Chardonnay. It was if. To me, this would be a good entry-level Chardonnay. So if you're looking to try a Chardonnay, but you're not really sure because you heard, oh, they're so dry, this and this. Yes, it is dry, but this does have a little bit of sweetness to it. So um, if you want to try one for the first time and you're used to something a little bit more sweet, like a Riesling, um, then I would say try this Chardonnay. This may be... Uh, something that you would go, okay, I could possibly deal with um, versus going to something extremely um, dry. Um, and for that purpose alone, because again, it was clean, it was crisp, um, this was slightly chilled. I don't do, I kind of do a room temperature with Chardonnay. Um, the more you let let it uh, arinate, it uh, decants. It does, uh, it, 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 it heightens the taste. Um, so this one here was a little chilled slightly, um, which was great. Uh, again, it was nice. I, I enjoyed it. Um, not the best Chardonnay that I've ever had. I can't remember the name of that one, but I guarantee you if I find it, I'm bringing it one here. Um, so overall, I will have to give this uh, a 3.5. We can't do a 3.75, so a 3.5 it is. Um, I can't bump you to a four because you weren't that good. Um, <laughs> but definitely a 3.5. Great entry level Chardonnay, and that's my rating for Menorge Trois. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Hey, let us know. Uh, be sure you subscribe to the channel. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at a little something, the number two, wine about. Again, that's a little something, the number two, wine about. Catch us each and every Wednesday for a new episode. Let us know. Are you a mama's boy? Have you dated a mama's boy? <laughs> How much do you love your mother? <laughs> Let us know in the comments below. And of course, as always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine.